0: Welcome back to Think Smart, Act Smart, a project of Partners in Shadokim. At Partners in Shadokim, everyone is networking to make matches for singles. Who is everyone? Singles, parents, and family of singles, and Shadokim and friends. New profiles are submitted to our office every day. Members are always searching the database to find a match for themselves or a single that they know. Chastei Hashem, we have many Shadduchim from our site. People use the PIN search engine to narrow down the right person or persons they want to learn more about and match. Why wait until someone calls you with an idea? Search on your own and reach out to the single Shadchan or pal listed on their profile or have your Shadchan or pal call them on your behalf. Check out our website, partnersinshethochem.com. Today I'll be interviewing Dr. Devorah Samet, who holds a doctorate in clinical psychology from Long Island University, POST, and a master's degree in special education. She has over 25 years of experience in the treatment of behavioral, social, and learning disorders in children, teens, and young adults. She is working with singles individually to empower them in interpersonal and communication skills to help them succeed in their relationships. She currently maintains a, pr- a private practice in Brooklyn, New York. Hi, Dr. Samet. It's wonderful having you here today.
1: Thank you for inviting me. Being part of this network is very important to me as I want to help singles get married and and feel self-empowered with the tools necessary for relationships and marriage. So it's really wonderful to be part of this global shidduch platform, Partners in Shidduchim. I've always actually admired your vision and purpose and the work you do, especially since it fills such an important void in our community. I endorse Partners in Shidduchim and encourage everyone to join PINs and become members of Partners in Shidduchim, where we can
0: all network together and try to make matches. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, So Dr. Samet, can you share why you chose this profession and this specific niche?
1: So it's actually a long um, and interesting story, but how I ended up doing social skills uh, particularly. But in short, at age 16, I started working with kids and teens with behavioral challenges. And over the years, I realized that if I just taught them better social skills, their behavior problems would go away or would be reduced significantly. So I happened to use the red-green behavior therapy to teach these skills. And also, again, over the years, have discovered that not only children, but even teens and young adults, find it elucidating to learn interpersonal skills
0: and relationship skills this way. So, so can you tell us, please, a little bit about the work you're doing related to this? It sounds very, it sounds very important and very integral to the needs of our community today.
1: Yeah. So I work with younger children, girls and boys, and I do social skills groups you know, in these schools. I also work with elementary, junior high, and high school girls individually and in groups. And with boys, I work with all ages. So I work in many schools uh, individually and in group settings. I run social school groups for girls and boys um, at all grade levels, from elementary, preschool through high school. Uh, And the topics I tend to address are anti-bullying training, assertiveness training, recognizing and pursuing healthy relationships, initiating conversation and play, emotion regulation skills, in other words, identifying emotions
0: and reacting in a balanced manner. Conversation and play. What does that mean? And play. So, if you
1: think about how
0: adults interact, we're either
1: having conversation or we're like two daters. They're having conversation or they're having a good time going
0: bowling or ice skating or something. Um, that's the play version. Or, or could play. Does that also possibly mean just living life? Yes. How you deal during the day at work. Uh huh.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. So we start teaching these skills from when kids are little. We don't wait until they're adults and they're having trouble initiating these interactions, but rather we start it when they're young. So even if kids are quieter or what, I don't like the word shy, but when kids are uncomfortable socializing, we we teach them how to initiate and interact with other people in
0: a way that um, makes them have socially uh, fulfilling relationships. So from your experience, Dr. Samet, are social skills being given at yeshiva high schools for both genders, and what is your opinion about it?
1: All right. I want to speak only from my experience with the local schools and yeshivas in Brooklyn. That's where I primarily work. I also recognize that there is no research or data that has been published that I'm aware of. So it's, again, only my personal experience. and from speaking to young adult men and women over the last many years. Here are some facts that I'm aware of. Some elementary school schools do have a designated teacher that teaches social skills to certain classes, especially when a problem is identified, such as too much fighting happening in a class, or a lot of kids and parents complaining about bullying, or the students are too clicky and not befriending each other. So there are well-trained teachers here and there who do a fabulous job teaching social skills to to these groups of students. And I've also met teachers who are, again, also well-trained and we'll teach the, the entire year social skills to their students in a very intense manner. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, the students move on to the next grade, and those skills are not maintained. We, you know, first, um, we don't ha- we don't expect kids to learn math in third grade and stop in fourth. We keep teaching it as a cumulative subject.
0: Mm-hmm. However,
1: social skills, despite that, it needs to be cumulatively taught. Is like might be taught one year and then it stops the next year.
0: I just to interject. I, I want you to know that was why I was so excited when I first met you because we, here at Partners in Shadokim, the singles are struggling to try to get through, uh, to find, first of all, to find a match. They're excited to use the system to find a match. And then once you're on a date with the person that you're with, there are challenges that come up. And it was exciting to hear that you're providing this type, this type of education, which as, as your sharing is being uh, implemented now in the younger grades so that by the time they are of age to date, they'll feel more comfortable with, uh, with their relationships.
1: Yeah. Um, also, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Most schools don't have an official subject called social skills or interpersonal skills that is taught and reinforced several times a week the same way that schools emphasize and prioritize chumish, halakha, mm-hmm. math, and language arts. However, I have seen that some of the girls' high schools do have a class called communication class, in which a teacher comes down approximately once a week um, for a few months and teaches a variety of topics and skills in the area of communication. Also, in many high schools, particularly in 11th and 12th grades and seminary, hashkafa and Jewish philosophy on marriage and relationships are emphasized, but students are not taught practical, precise skills on how to develop these healthy marriages and relationships based on Jewish hashkafo. Um Then again, there are some out-of-the-box, out-of-town yeshivas that do address the practical relationship skills in Beis Medrash. A few young men shared with me that in their out-of-town yeshivas, post-high school yeshivas, they did have frequent small group discussions with Rebeim on topics such as communication, assertiveness, awareness of feelings, and becoming comfortable with being vulnerable. In fact, some of the rebellion would model those kinds of behaviors with the boys and interact with the boys in such a, such a manner, like being assertive and talking about their feelings and their personal histories and so on and so forth. And then again, the issue of the boys to go, ahead, go out and use these skills with their family members, with their friends, and ultimately in their marriage. However, overall, elementary and high schools have not prioritized relationship skills within their curricula. And for those schools that do address socialization skills, only a small amount of time is allotted either once a week or a few times a month or several times a year. So you ask me what my opinion is about it. What do I think? I wish and dream about the day that every girl's school and boy's yeshiva will dedicate a significant part of the curricula to interpersonal and relationship development because our schools do a great job focusing on Bein Adem Lak- Kamakom, and we need to do a better job at preparing our children
0: for Bein Adem Lakhavero. Dr. but how do you think this is positively or negatively impacting singles and their success in dating as well as marriage?
1: I think that in today's generation, there is a greater awareness and attunement to how people feel in relationships, as well as in expectations that relationships should be positive, inspiring, and fulfilling. And if it doesn't feel right or if it's problematic, singles are not getting into those relationships, and married individuals are getting out of them. And I'm contrasting this with the previous generation, like our parents, where for the most part, adults didn't think too much into their relationships and they didn't have the kind of expectations of their spouses as we have today. So if the relationships weren't fulfilling, they stayed in their marriages regardless and they found meaning and purpose in their lives in other ways. They were raising generations of children after the Holocaust, um, or some of them were miserable. These days, many young adults are graduating high school, seminary and base mentors without these crucial relationship skills and they are having difficulty dating and getting married. Since the times are very different nowadays, we also need to prepare our children differently if we want them to succeed. In other words, we need to emphasize relationship skills starting from preschool through high school.
0: So many parents today were not in school settings that provided communication and interpersonal relationship skill training. How can they get on board with learning more about it so that they can model these skills for the children? How can singles today... And parents today who have singles that are struggling with communication and interpersonal relationship skills and training, uh, what can they do?
1: You're right that the primary place children learn interpersonal skills for friendships and marriage is at home. We observe our parents and we experience how they relate to us. So ideally, we should work hard to train the parents. They should be good role models. On the other hand, it would be nice to have workshops or sort of like support groups for parents on Mm -hmm. parenting, parenting communication relationships and so forth. However, these workshops and groups would have to be quite frequent to manifest real change in these families. Also, many times parents don't have the time, ability or motivation to commit to such trainings. So that's the reality. In that case, schools should be spaces where students experience healthy communication and relationships with teachers and school staff. And teachers can teach students the skills necessary for productive
0: and healthy friendships and marriage. Hopefully we can change the ways our generations are moving. I'm familiar with your AEIOU method. Uh, you once did one for the Partners in uh, uh members on a, uh, for a webinar. Can you share some examples of the method of the AEIOU method?
1: Sure. So the AEIOU conflict resolution strategy is a great communica- communication tool, and it's not only for conflict. Essentially, A it's a vowel. With like the AEIOU, the vowels. A is for attack. E is for evade. I is for inform, O is for open or open-minded, U is for
0: unite, and Y is yes or given sometimes. Just to interject on that point, anyone who is interested in getting this information can go to our website or reach out to our office for support. Sorry to interrupt. I know you're going to explain that.
1: All right. So children and adults can be taught what it means to attack, such as insulting, criticizing, name-calling, blaming. And what it means to evade, bottling up feelings, and not saying anything until the person explodes. These are two behaviors that we should avoid, even in regular conversations, as well as certain disagreements and arguments. And what should we do instead of attack and evade? We should I inform, such as how, share how we feel or what we need. Be oh open-minded, hear the other person's uh, perspective or opinion. And you unite. That's... Expressing the idea that we're working collaboratively, we're not against each other. We're a team. So that's the AEIU in a nutshell. Now, okay. how would it come into play?
0: Let's see. Let's you an example if you can. Sure. On a, for example, a, a, a two daters. Give an example, please. What a situation?
1: So, a com- let's say um, two daters might have pol- different political views, and I'm going to pick something that's relevant to current news, the COVID vaccination. Okay. Uh, and let's. I say that the guy is pro-vaxxing and the girl is anti-vaxxing and they're having a conversation about it and, and the guy like asks her you know so he got back and he's like no no way like why not what, what's with you what, what's wrong with you don't you think that you're you're killing people now that statement well, <laughs> that doesn't sound too good <laughs> that's an attack <laughs> right. right She's going to feel attacked yeah. um and the guy's she might respond. And she's with,
0: so frustrated. She's so emotional. And she, like, how could he say something like that? But you want to invite him into your world because he might have also just not had the ability to express himself properly. And it's up to her to maybe try to get him in the right place. How do you use your tools, the AEIU method,
1: right. in this so situation? I, yeah. And at the same time, like, the girl might respond cause, because she's now all emotional. She might say something like, um, you're clueless, you haven't read the research, you haven't heard people's, you know, reports that um, women are having trouble with, you know, that it can have an impact on um, long-term giving birth and all that. Like, you're clueless? Where do you live? Under a rock? Again, (laughs) now we have a lady being attacking. So, neither of them should, like, you know, shut down and say nothing, because that's evade. What can Mm -hmm. they do? Why do we want daters to learn in a situation like that? If they have a tendency, for whatever reason, they've grown up speaking like that, but it, it pushes people away.
0: we so um, you're identifying the A, the attack, and the and the second E, you know, with the vowels, the acronym for the vowels, and the E is evade, so go ahead, okay.
1: And what we want to teach people instead is I, inform. Um, so, for example, to say something like, you know what, I, first of all, let's say if the, if the guy said, "What well, you're, you're killing people, say, um, I hear... You can inform, I hear what you're saying. I hear that you think that it's killing people. I think differently. I've read other research without, I'm doing, I'm just informing him my perspective. I'm being um, descriptive about how I, what I think and how I feel without any attacks. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would hope and pray that the guy is now open-minded and he listens to what I have to say Mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, interesting, I haven't read that. I should, I should look into it perhaps. So that's, again, the guy now being open-minded and informing, I informing the woman that he's listening to her perspective. Mm-hmm. That does you unite. Like, you know, so that's
0: A-E-I, A-E, o. I, now O.
1: O is O open-minded. I, I gave you open-minded. That before. And we're now
0: the U. U, okay. unite. We're, okay, we're
1: right. dating together, and we have a lot in common, let's say, and we have a disagreement about the COVID vaccination. We're on the same team, though. We're interested in each other, but so we're therefore we are you united. You don't have to fight about this. We can just be open-minded and listen
0: to our different perspectives and opinions. So you know, it's a it's, it's a very valuable uh, example, and, and there's so many examples, and that would have to be discussed for people who are interested in wanting to grow and learn better communication skills. But because this doesn't uh, the uh, the, the time allotted doesn't allow for it. We're going to have to move on. Uh, it's just a fa- it is a fascinating topic. Anyone who's interested in learning more, again, about these skills, uh, please go to our re- website. When, or email partners in uh so, you can, so we can put you in touch with Dr. Samet. I, I, I remember learning that women were given 10 parts of language, Dr. Samet, whereas men were given one. With this in mind, what is the role of female daters in helping to move relationships in a positive direction, knowing that men are not as good communicators?
1: So it's true that women are gifted with more language, and in fact, statistically, even as babies, girls are more likely to speak earlier than boys. And conversely, boys are more likely to walk before girls. So girls do have the verbal edge. However, men need to make an effort to develop these language skills as well. Hey, they'll need to communicate for the rest of their married lives. And for the guys who have good communication skills, because I've met plenty of them, they deserve credit for putting in the extra hard work. Similarly, women have an easier time caring for kids. Are men absolved from childcare responsibilities? No. They need to learn to take care of those relationships with their own children regardless. On the other hand, whereas women tend to be more passive and men more assertive and or aggressive, women need to make an effort to develop assertiveness skills just as well, despite that it can be hard for them. Any final thoughts, Dr. Samet? Uh, Not only should we teach our high schoolers and seminary students about marriage, but we should also emphasize the, the idea that they should be their best single self. In other words, don't waste your single years. Make it a full, accomplishing, productive life so that you can carry it with you
0: wherever life takes you. Dr. Samet, thank you for joining us today. To learn how to contact Dr. Samit, please go to our website, partnersandshaduchum.com and click our resource page uh, and click the button, Psychologist. Or you can reach out to our office, support at partnersandshaduchum.com. Thank you, Dr. Samet, for joining us. Wishing you much success in your very important work. And thank you for having me. And I
1: uh, wish you also a lot of aslacha in the important work of partners in shadchan. Thank you.